And I'm Kelly, and we're two women, moms, and physical therapists revolutionizing pregnancy and postpartum care. There are so many things that women don't know about their own bodies. We want to help dispel the myths and let you know what's really going on down there. We're highly trained experts who work with women to prevent and heal super common issues like incontinence, painful sex, lower back pain, and everything in between. Welcome to Ravel. Okay, Kel, so I had the best sex last night with my sweet little hubby. He's going to, like, love this episode. <laughs> He's actually going to be like, I mean, seriously? But this just got me thinking, especially about today. I'm, like, so excited well, about today. On. I hope you – so you had a good orgasm? I had a good orgasm, okay. yes, always, right? That's, like, a mandatory. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. you're not putting anything anywhere <laughs> unless that's going to happen. But I think that just really got me thinking about, like, why – I'm so passionate and why you're so passionate too about intercourse and returning people back to intercourse or how we feel for these people that we see so many times and talk to and treat about painful intercourse, right? Mm-hmm. And I think this is just going to be so eye-opening for so many people. I think that, you know, painful intercourse is so normalized that I don't think it's okay. I think we should all have firework orgasms every, and, every single time and pain-free sex. God, I wish. (laughs) (laughs) So I think this is a great episode today to say we are here to chat about the top six reasons why you may be having painful sex and what you can do about it. So let's elaborate for the listeners on what we mean by sex. Right. So sex, obviously, in my context, I mean penis and vagina. And that's just, that's our thing, but it doesn't necessarily have to be that. And yes, we're say, we're using sex as a blanket term for Correct. today, but we really want you guys to think about penetration. Yes. Right. It can so, be tampons. Yes. It can be vibrators, dildos. Yes. It Devices, speculum, speculums, exams, Correct. Yes. fingers. It doesn't matter if you are experiencing any sort of painful penetration Regardless of what you decide to put in that hole and where and what time, I don't care and who with, (laughs) if you're having pain, just understand that there's some things that can be done about that. But we're really here to talk to you guys about, you know, the why and the what behind that. So some of the common thoughts that we oftentimes hear is, oh my gosh. I think my vagina is too tight. Mm-hmm. Or I just, I just need to relax more. I'm just, I'm just too uptight. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm too, I'm too stressed out. Oh my gosh. Well, again, that can be a big contributor, but it's, you know, oh, oh, this is just normal, right? Sex is supposed to hurt. Mm-hmm. We've had so many people. I'm in the good old South here, and a lot of people that we see, I mean, they've remained abstinent until marriage, mm-hmm. and they're told, oh, yep, sorry, you know what? It's just gonna hurt those first those couple first of times. Few times. And you're like, okay, well, it's been six months, and come to find out, they've got like a total like autoimmune dysfunction and pelvic floor dysfunction. Yeah. Yeah. Another one is, oh, honey, just have a glass of wine wine. and it it will feel better. Yeah. You're like, yes, I would love the glass of wine, but I do not want that to, as a necessity to have, you know, pain-free. But yeah, these are some things that, again, we oftentimes hear, but we're here to tell you if it hurts, it's not okay. It is not okay. Let's talk about first, you know, okay, so we say vagina, right? Again, this is like a big soapbox for... (laughs) I know where you're going. I know where I'm going. Like, okay, first, let's let's tell me what a vagina is Mm -hmm. and like the what and the how. And again, if we're having painful intercourse, is it really dealing with your actual vagina? 
Or is it the things around the vagina? Right. Most often it's not the vagina. Right. So yeah. the vagina is like a separate entity. So let's use like our little imagery for a while. You should see me like in the heat of the moment here. I always tell myself like if you think like if you stand nice and tall and erect, um, if you are the vagina at the top of your head, that's where the cervix is going to be. And then the uterus. Well, the vagina, again, it's like a little stretchy sock, right? Mm-hmm. It is like a little shapeshifter. Canal. It is. It's its its own canal. Like you can take it and remove it from the body and like put it on the table next to you. Mm-hmm. It is its own entity. It is for things to go in and out of. It is a passageway. Mm-hmm. That passageway dives through the pelvic floor muscles. Mm-hmm. Lots of layers of pelvic floor muscles, mm-hmm. lots of fascia. There's a lot of nerves in the area. There's yep. a lot of soft tissue in the area. Mm-hmm. It dives in the pelvis, through the musculature, and then out. And again, the top has a cervix mm-hmm. and then the uterus, and mm-hmm. you have all these other pelvic organs and things in, in that and area Why too. don't you tell the listeners really quick? So uh, going back for a second. Yeah. So then you have your vulva. Your vulva yes. is the external genitalia, and that is what most people – term the vagina when in reality it's called the vulva. So tell your yes. listeners oh what happened. Okay. So I went and got waxed the other day and because my blonde hair did not tolerate lasers, I <laughs> wasted so much money. I'm sorry. I know. I hate it you. It worked great for me. Like two times. Um, I hate you. Um, so it didn't work. So yes, I still go get waxed. And I'm like, take everything. I just can't deal with it. It's just too much for me. So I go to the bathroom and I wash my hands and I do my thing. And there's sign at the wax studio. And it's so cute. I was just so disappointed. Says, um, you know, you have employees must wash your hands before you return to work. It was like, employees must wash their hands before they touch any more vaginas. And I was like, they better not touch my vagina. Right. Do not touch my vagina. You are here to wax my vulva only. Yes. It's the vulva people. It's the vulva. The yes. vulva is what grows your pubic hair. Yes. If you have anything growing out of your vagina, like it's cause of concern. Like, <laughs> do not wax or shave anywhere near my vagina. So right. but that being said, again, we want to say these are our top, top six reasons why you might be experiencing painful sex or painful penetration. Um, our top one, I think that again, is medical diagnosis. We are not here to diagnose you with anything, mm-hmm. but again, we collaborate with a lot of our physicians is infections. Medical, like yep. some of the common ones that you often hear, Cal. Yeast infection, mm-hmm. chronic UTIs or any a UTI in general, mm-hmm. um, sexually transmitted diseases. Yeah. Um, those are the big ones that I, I think say, about. Yeah, those would be the big ones. And even if you've been treated um, for, you know, chronic UTIs, you have to remember like that's irritation of those tissues. Bacteria has been present. Yes, you've been treated, but those sweet little muscles in that area have been irritated for a really long time. Mm-hmm. So that in turn can irritate some of the structures, the muscles and nerves in that area mm-hmm. as well. And those are things that we can treat. And we'll dive into that mm-hmm. in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you also need to be aware of some underlying medical conditions, I think. So this is our number two. Number two, right? yeah. Underlying medical and this conditions. this is a big umbrella. Yes. It can be something like endometriosis, mm-hmm. uh, fibroids, ovarian cysts, dermatological yes. issues. Um, big, big thing a lot of women don't realize is you can have some, you know, diagnosed dermatological issues. Uh, issues yeah. down in the vulvar area yeah, there's and actually that great, often get misdiagnosed yes, a lot. A, like a lot, a, a lot, lot. Like a lot, a yeah. lot. Like, you know, my sweet patient, 
she uh, remained abstinent until marriage. They said, yeah, honey, it's going to hurt. She's like, no, I'm literally ripping. Mm -hmm. Like my skin is ripping and I'm bleeding. Feels like shards of glass. Yes. Yes. And uh, she had an autoimmune dysfunction that just attacked her skin of her vulva. Um, And pelvic inflammatory disease is another big one as well. Mm -hmm. So again, these are things that we collaborate with our practitioners. Mm -hmm. But if you have a history of fibroid, cyst, endo, any of the things, adeno, any of the things we've talked about, that can directly correlate into pelvic floor dysfunction and painful intercourse. Mm-hmm. But it's not to say, well, I have endo, painful intercourse is just, just what I've got. Right. No, Part of my life that I'm going to have to deal with forever. Absolutely no. not. It's just an underlying condition. Mm-hmm. There's things that we can treat. Mm-hmm. And then the next one's hormones. This is right. such a big one. And really big one. And fluctuating throughout our life cycle as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. So menopause is a big one. Yep. We have a ginormous shift in hormones with, yeah. with menopause. Your estrogen drastically just like plummets mm-hmm. as we start to age. And then, you know, perimenopause, mm-hmm. premenopause, all that stuff. It's, you know, that fluctuation can thin our tissues. Mm-hmm. It can decrease our dryness. It can cause atrophy. Increase our dryness. Increase our yep. dryness, my bad. Yep. Um, um, it can, again, change those tissues in the area, just making things a lot more uncomfortable, a lot more friction, yeah. sensitive. But then we have to think about, you know, with breastfeeding and childbirth, you can be at peak arousal and damn dry as a desert yep. while you're breastfeeding. It's like the Sahara Desert. That's, a, that's really- the, the term I get a lot <laughs> yes. with my patients. And that causes friction and pain. Um, but again, it's nothing mm-hmm. that you have to live with. Those are things that we oftentimes see our patients for. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, those hormonal shifts need to be addressed. And then next, sadly, number four for us is trauma. Right. Right. This one make, hurts my heart. I know. And th- guys, this can be a slew of different types of trauma. Sexual trauma is number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one is orthopedic type trauma, mm-hmm. surgical uh, trauma from surgeries, yeah. which can be really anything. Mm-hmm. Um, C-section is a big one yeah. that a lot of a lot of unfortunately a lot of women think they get out scot free yeah. by having a C-section and they should have absolutely no issues yeah. down in you know mm-hmm. their vaginal area after having a C-section but unfortunately that's just yeah. not the case. Hysterectomies is mm-hmm. another one. Even just again that is sweet a sweet lady um get her appendix out. And she had so much garden. She had such mm-hmm. bad, like, like mm-hmm. abdominal discomfort for the longest time. But then we also see patients that, again, I had a collegiate, I think she was a rower and had like a hip labral repair. Yep. And she was like, this is not cool. Right. Like, why? Why does my vagina hurt? Right. I had my hips see done. a lot of a lot of orthopedic yes. people with hip issues back stuff and going they end on. up going through sometimes years of mm-hmm. doctor to doctor to doctor. And it ends up being they never saw a pelvic floor PT. So something to think about. Absolutely. And then next we have to go, and this kind of ties in with trauma. And so our number five is like – anxiety disorders. Um, again, this can stem from some of the trauma, just right. life in general, or just negative thoughts around sex. Mm-hmm. So this can be cultural. Mm-hmm. This can be your history. This can be how you grew up. Mm-hmm. This can be how you were taught to think about sex or mm-hmm. penetration. Um, so whenever you have these negative thoughts, our body immediately goes into like fight or flight. Right. And so it's almost like our body, it goes like, you know, yeah. danger, danger. And it wants to shut down. It wants to seize up. Yeah. Um, and so some of these anxiety disorders, too can can lead directly into painful intercourse or painful penetration. Right. Yeah. Right. And then the sixth 
the sixth one, and mm-hmm. I think sometimes one of the most important ones mm-hmm. is pelvic floor dysfunction. Yes. And I, I say that because it's something that medical providers oftentimes either forget about or unfortunately don't know about. Yes, yes. And um, sometimes patients just never get to us or when they do get to us, they say, why didn't somebody tell yeah. me about this sooner? Oh, yes. Well, that's what we are here for mm-hmm. now. So we're going to go into like some of the terms again. Sweet Dr. Google is going to like throw out these crazy ass medical terms mm-hmm. at you. They're going to mm-hmm. be like giving you – again, it's like drink more wine. Try this lube. Try that lube. Maybe use some you know, olive oil. Stand on your head. Like no. Pelvic floor dysfunction, um, that is again a very blanket term. So we're going to really break this down for you. Remember, we talked about vagina dives through – pelvic floor, Mm -hmm. canal going through the little tunnel wave, right? And that's what we're going to address. So one of the common terms in a lot of like medical diagnosis that we see is vaginismus. Vaginismus is really like this overactivity, this almost involuntary spasm of the pelvic floor musculature. Mm -hmm. Okay. So imagine if if you, if you put out a palm and you did like little Spock fingers, is that Spock? Is that what he does? I don't know. I don't know any of things. Like you start, yeah. Like you like splay your hands into a V, like, and you imagine something diving through, that's your pelvic floor, right? So if you have overactivity or trauma to that area, mm-hmm. muscles guard, mm-hmm. then it's going to shorten down the area to which the vagina has space for, mm-hmm. okay? So again, now your vagina is like, you know, people are like, oh, my vagina's tight. No, unfortunately, your vagina is like a shapeshifter. It's mm-hmm. the muscles around the vagina. Mm-hmm. So again, vaginismus is almost like this involuntary like spasm. And sometimes it's not even penetration. You can be like getting done lifting weights or on arousal and be like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is happening to my mm-hmm. vagina? It's like I can feel it spasming. Mm-hmm. Those are the muscles around the vagina, okay? Yeah. So again, this pelvic floor dysfunction, this overactivity of pelvic floor can cause painful intercourse in itself. What are some of the common – like what do people say to you, Cal, as far as like when they come in, they're like, this is what it feels like. Like what do they tell you? I think the number one thing, and I think you'll probably agree with me, yeah. is it feels like he's hitting a wall. Yeah. Or like, oh, I feel like he's like penetrating my cervix. Yes. I hear that one a lot. Yeah. Um, another one, I, he can't get in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's – And unfortunately, I see this a lot or this this complaint a lot with mm-hmm. my women who are coming in who have been abstinent yes. until intercourse, and then they finally get to be intimate with their now husband and that's the complaint mm-hmm. I hear a lot with these women. Yeah. And they're like, is it my vagina? You're like, no, honey. It's mm-hmm. just, again, it's just those muscles around the vagina. Mm-hmm. So um, so some of the things that we see and what we treat for for as a pelvic floor PT um, with this pelvic floor dysfunction, again, vaginismus, again, is one of those blanket terms that we're going to dive into that a little bit deeper. So like, when you come in and see us, we're going to say, all right. We're going to assess the vulva. Do we see anything? Like we say, we're going to check for skin conditions, right? Do we need to refer out? Do we need to refer to dermatology? Mm-hmm. Do we need to refer, you know, back to gynecology? Mm-hmm. What are we looking at from an external approach? Yeah, and I think if you guys are, if you guys do end up going to see a pelvic floor PT hopefully you're seeing a good one and you'll find out that we oftentimes do a much more thorough. Are we all any goodies? Yes. Exam. Yes. Of the vulva itself. Yes. Then unfortunately, sometimes your medical provider that you've been to. We're not shoving in a speculum again. Yes. The vagina needs to be assessed, but like we check in all the pages. Mm -hmm. Like I always tell (laughs) (laughs) we got to like open up the, I always tell, that's what I tell. I have two daughters. 
I cannot wait till they grow up and hear this because they'll be like, oh my God, mom, I can't believe you're talking about my vulva on, you know, podcast. So I'm like, okay, girls, like wash between the pages. You got to lift up the hood. You got to like check all the toilet paper. Love it. So you got to like check between the pages, yep. right? And yep. so once you check between the pages of the vulva, um, I died the other day. I was listening to another podcast and she, um, she's a comedian and she was like, everybody else's vulva looks like this nice, neat, like packed suitcase. <laughs> and she's like, mine looks like all the shit's just hanging out. She's like, I look like I packed in a really big hurry. That's hilarious. And all my suits and I jackets are just hanging out of my suitcase. Mind you, it doesn't matter how many pages you have, we're checking between all of them. Yes. Okay. Like all of that is normal. Um, so once we check that, then we want to check the muscles from an external perspective. Mm -hmm. We can feel like if there's overactivity mm -hmm. without going in the vagina, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, if we touch a spot, again, right near the labia, that's like the lips of the vulva, mm -hmm. and you're like, holy moly, like what is that? That's like, my pain. Yes. Or that, you know, sends a zing up to this area. Mm -hmm. Like that gives us a lot of information. Yes. Kind of imagine it as like, you know, if you guys – get a lot of tension in your neck and you're kind of, you you know, you want your husband or your significant other to rub rub your neck or rub your, you know, your trap area. And it's like you feel these knots or you feel mm -hmm. this tension in the muscle. That's kind of what we're looking for. Yeah. And if they squeeze it hard enough, you're like, all right, dude, like you're giving me a headache. Right. So that's kind of what we say. It's kind of like a little headache in the pelvis, right? And so if we find any of that, that's where we treat. And then we say, okay, you know what? That all feels pretty good. Now we're going to go, again, via the vagina, and now we're going to assess this big bowl of muscles. It's mm -hmm. like a whole land in there, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Like I tell people, it is not just a straight canal. Again, once you once you enter the pelvis, it's like a whole world. It's like yes. all these directions. So now we go in, and we are so muscle-specific. Yes. Okay? We're like, we're going to check these muscles on the right side, these muscles on the left side. Now we're going to go to the next layer, check these muscles and these muscles. Mm -hmm. Where do they attach? Mm -hmm. We can feel the tone of these muscles. Mm -hmm. We can see the nerve innervations of these muscles, right? We can see, can they contract? Can they relax mm -hmm. is more of the important thing. Okay. If we feel overactivity, we treat, right? What does that look like? Yeah. Right. It's so, like, yeah, that can, that can be a wide variety mm -hmm. of things. Um, some of the things that we'll do, well, one of the, the quick and easy things, if, if we're in there, we'll oftentimes we'll treat it right away Absolutely. or start treating it right away. Mm -hmm. And we'll start doing what we say or call manual therapy. Yeah. So it's just kind of giving some love to the muscles or mm -hmm. the specific muscles that we find that are having that quote unquote dysfunction. Right. That can look like what we call like trigger warrant release, mm -hmm. strumming of the muscle, gentle stretching of the muscle. These are the same exact type of muscles that are in your quadriceps mm -hmm. or your biceps or your butt muscles. So same thing. If you're having discomfort in that area, just because it presents as painful penetration, mm -hmm. it is not a, oh no, something mm -hmm. else must be really wrong or mm -hmm. this is just normal. Their muscles, we treat them as so. Mm -hmm. It's just, we just access them mm -hmm. via vagina and it's like treating them in the dark, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So again, going into that, if we're like, okay, we, you're left again, we're, we're, you're left, you know, puborectalis is like very overactive. We need to work on that. Mm -hmm. um, we can also send people home with wands and dilators and take you through like a program mm -hmm. of treating these muscles at home. Mm -hmm. So again, even virtually, yeah. we'll see patients that say like, I, I can't physically get into anybody. Like yeah. I bought a dilator, you know, I found it online. I shove it in. I, it's not helping. We'll walk you through it. Right. We'll walk you through Don't it. Don't let anybody ever give you because sometimes I do yeah. this, see, see this with my patients you know they they will actually see a doctor that mm -hmm. knows 
what to do mm-hmm. in these, you know, circumstances. And mm-hmm. they'll, they'll send them home with a dialer or ha- dilator and have them order a dilator and be like, okay, go home and use it. Yeah. And the patient's like, I, what do, what do I do? Yeah. What do I just stick it in and leave it there? Yeah. No, there's more to it. But then you have to think about it. if you're doing that, right, then it's, it's very different. We go back to, uh, you know, the anxiety, the negative thoughts, the trauma. Mm-hmm. If you, if you keep it very medical, mm-hmm. right. If you keep things very medical and you say, oh yeah, here's a medical device, insert it into your vagina, mm-hmm. do it for this long, you know, stretch some things out and then return to intercourse. Mm-hmm. That doesn't take away those negative thoughts. It doesn't take away this right. like upregulation of our nervous system when we think mm-hmm. intimacy or we think penetration exam. Mm-hmm. And so again, it has to be coupled with communication with partners mm-hmm. and communication with providers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's going to come into a lot of our cognitive and behavioral therapy. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, it's such a collaborative approach. Oftentimes, yeah. Oftentimes, yeah, because sex and penetration is a very vulnerable Mm -hmm. thing for Mm -hmm. any woman. Mm -hmm. Not to mention if there's trauma involved, right, especially from a sexual standpoint. So, um, you know, getting in connection with a good sex therapist or mental health therapist Mm -hmm. oftentimes can be very, very, very beneficial in a Addition or in yeah. adjunct to with what what we do absolutely. So again, so we've talked about things like again pelvic floor PT. Obviously, we feel like is the gold mm-hmm. standard. Get assessed, let mm-hmm. them treat you, let them set you up the good treatment plan. Mm-hmm. If you need to introduce wands or dilators, mm-hmm. again bringing in some cognitive behavioral mm-hmm. therapy if needed. Acupuncture is a great way to bring the neurological system down. And mm-hmm. um, oftentimes, so some of our like menopausal women, mm-hmm. some of our women that again they're like I just have painful intercourse you know, the week before my period. Right. We can introduce different lubes. Mm-hmm. We can introduce Sometimes that's all lube. it is, yeah. especially with like our postpartum patients, yeah. right? If it's something as simple as it's just a dryness issue, mm-hmm. we educate, we can educate you guys on some great lubes. Don't buy the, I'm not going to say no. the the uh, brand. What, is, what do we always say? If, if it sparkles, sparkles, smells, um, there is another one. If it sparkles, smells, or set your crotch on fire, <laughs> like you burn it and you don't avoid it. Yes. Yeah. So that's kind of like our, that is like our yeah. rebel rule. Yeah. And um, if like, those are the loops, <laughs> we need to like write that. We need a coin to copyright on that. Mm-hmm. So those are the loops you don't want to use. Like really quick, yeah. I'll dive into loops. There's three. <laughs> yeah. It's like my caveat. There's three kinds. So there's silicone based, there's oil based, there's water based. Okay. Silicone based, it just hangs around. Me personally, that's my favorite. Um, I love Uberlu. We sell it in it's all my of our favorite offices. Too. I mean, yeah. sometimes you just like put it on your hands and rub it on uh-huh. your like, This is so soft. Yeah. It hangs around. It's not going to absorb into the tissues. Okay. Then you can have, but it is, it's a synthetic material, right? Mm-hmm. You cannot use um, oil, excuse me, you cannot use um, silicone based lube on silicone products. Mm-hmm. Okay. It'll break down the product. So then you have oil based and water based. Oil based is great. Hell, you can use olive oil. Coconut oil. Coconut oil. Yeah, people love that. There's some great brands like Coconut. Mm -hmm. That's an oil-based. And then there's water-based. To me, a lot of people with sensitive skin, they tend to like more of a water-based. Water-based reminds me of like aloe vera. Like when Mm. your kids get a sunburn and Mm -hmm. you like rub aloe vera Mm -hmm. and then you like touch their shoulder and your hand kind of sticks. Yeah. And that's like the consistency of it. So for intercourse, it's not like 
favorite. Right. But a lot of people with sensitive skin like do it. prefer it. Mm-hmm. I always say like before you use it with intercourse, take a little bit, rub it on your vulva and at your vestibule, which is the entrance of your vagina. Okay. And just see if it irritates your skin before yeah. you get it all slippery and slidey up in there. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that can be something too. So it's just kind of understanding your different lubrications. Now, you can also have vaginal and vulvar moisturizers. Mm-hmm. Deneva is a great brand. Mm-hmm. Um, v Magic is another really good Love brand. V Magic. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it's just shit just gets dry. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, and again, sometimes mm-hmm. that is, it, it's as easy as that. And, you know, for instance, if you've just had a baby and you're breastfeeding mm-hmm. and sometimes you, all you need is a really good yeah. lube and you guys can go to town. Yeah. I have a question and she does not know I'm going to ask her this. So yeah. I'm just be prepared for Uh-oh. the answer. Okay. So for you in Denver, every time I go to Denver, I get so crusty and I get like, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's true. Kelly goes through like the CeraVe, like she gets it at like fucking Costco. Mm-hmm. It's like massive. And she just slathers it in like two weeks. Yeah. You do. What happens to your vulva? Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you thought about it? Yeah. Yeah. What I use happens? V-Magic. Oh, do you? Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. – I haven't asked tell? my girlfriends there. <laughs> it's not a topic to of – I need to ask them you at our should. next outing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do I, you have Denver dryness of your vulva? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Who would yeah. have thunk it? Yeah. I mean, I get like crusty cracked knuckles. I would wonder what my clitoris would feel like if oh, I my, stayed out there too yeah. long. It's okay. It's okay. more just <laughs> the pages. <laughs> the pages it's get the a little pages. They get a little crusty. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. That was a sidebar. Um, okay. What were we talking about? So lubes, vaginal moisturizers, and all of that. Oh, okay. So here we go. So again, those are the things that we oftentimes suggest. So now the last thing that we feel like is so important, communication. Yeah. It's so freaking hard. Mm-hmm. How do you tell someone that – you're in love with, mm-hmm. that you've been waiting for so many years to be intimate with, mm-hmm. a physician that you're seeing for the first time, your mom that yep. just gave you a tampon, yep. that this hurts like the devil. Right. And we have to work together to improve this. Like, right. How do you communicate that? Well, it's so important. I love that you brought this up because I actually, one of my, the one, one of my patients that I treated for painful intercourse mm-hmm. I think it's a patient I'll never forget. Mm-hmm. It was one of these patients that had waited to to be intimate yep. until she got married. Yep. And they tried a couple times and it just was not happening for them. Mm-hmm. She came in for her initial evaluation with her husband. Great. So he could understand what was going on mm-hmm. and what treatment was going to look like moving forward. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was amazing. Yeah. It, it was really amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so And so having resources for that, like yeah. that is something like if you're going to see a pelvic floor PT and they do not feel comfortable providing you with resources, how to talk and communicate with your partner or those involved in your care about penetration mm-hmm. and intimacy and sex, mm-hmm. like please, again, you, you've got to find a provider that is because this is such a big deal. I would mm-hmm. say, again, potentially number one, mm-hmm. it's having the resources available for these clients, for these um, um, patients for them to speak to their partners, mm-hmm. involving them with the use of their dilators. Again, obviously to the mm-hmm. comfort level of whoever we're seeing, mm-hmm. but it's saying like, "Hey, this this is not in my head. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't need you to make me think that this is in my head. Right. How can we work together to move beyond this? Because this sometimes mm-hmm. is far more than just physical. Right. Well, and also 
how much this issue then cycles into your relationship with your partner. Yes. It it can snowball into lots of different issues. Mm -hmm. So it's just important. Again, I just, I think it just relays back like, you know, if it hurts, it's not okay, but just remember that there are things that, you know, can be done. And I think that then that leads us into not accepting these kind of common excuses. I think that's the best word I can come up with that I will often hear patients come in that their providers have told them. Yeah. Such as, Oh, you know, Amy mentioned it earlier. Oh, honey, you know, this is the first couple times that you're ever having sex in your life. It, it's going to hurt. Um, that's flag. normal, right? <laughs> um, or, oh, you just need to go home and you just need to have a glass of wine, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, you just must be really well in doubt. Yes. I promise you, no. Our vaginas can take a lot. And yep. your partner more than likely is not too well endowed. They might think they are too well endowed for right. you, but more than likely they are not. Right. Um, again, it's just what are some of the other ones? There was two more that I thought we were. We well, were just relax as oh, that's the boils my blood. Just, yes. just go home, take a bath, have a glass of wine, and just relax. Just relax. Okay, that sounds great. So um, someone can just you know go all up in there. So, and then again, it's really just making sure too that it's like or the whole lube thing. Like, oh, just use lube and mm-hmm. just use a lot yeah, of it, and yeah. they don't even give you any instruction on what to right, use. So right. again, do not accept these excuses right. because that's all they are is excuses. There's so much that can, there's so much that can be done. If you have questions, call us, find a pelvic floor yeah. therapist in your area, find someone that se- that specializes in sexual medicine. There is so much that can be done. And then just remember, if, if it, it hurts, hurts it's, it's not, not okay. okay. We hope you learned something new about you today. We encourage you to share this podcast with your friends that might have questions about pelvic floor or women's health. If you have more questions or are interested in getting treatment, please visit us at therevel.com. That's the R-E-V-E-L-L-E.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at the.revel or Facebook at facebook.com backslash the.revel. 